of our first encounters have served you with that information to give back to us. But welcome them this morning. Amen. Amen. We pray they feel the love of Jesus and want to come back. Amen. This whole month in the bookstore, we'll be talking about uh, uh, freedom. And uh, so we encourage you, there'll be some things in there to dealing with freedom. We encourage you to go by the bookstore. will be great for you. There'll be a blessing to you. Uh, freedom from Lack, that's a good little book, will be uh, great for you. Uh, Dr. Dollar's teaching here, Jesus, uh, Key to Transformation. Get transformed, and it'll bring some real uh, freedom to you. Amen. Uh, some other things about seeing yourself in Christ. And I mean, have you ever seen the movie? A great little book in there about do you believe? I'm telling you, that'll bring some freedom to you. It'll be a great encouragement to you. Those things will be will be a blessing. And uh, you can you can receive it in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. But... Uh, uh, Freedom from lack. I mean, I mean, who, who like how it is? Somebody like that? Somebody come on right now. Come on right here, sister. I see your hand raised there, sister. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. I want, I want to give this to my brother back there, Jessica. Give them, give them that. The giant slayer, man. That'll be good for you. I think there's maybe a, uh, all of it's not in there. I don't know. It's got lost out, but there's some about four or five in there. It'll be a blessing to you. Amen. Go by the book bookstore. Pick up one of these. Uh, and uh, just be careful where you go and what you do with that, okay? Uh, you know, just be careful where you go, you know, and uh, uh, be a witness. So, hey, man, but if you like these, uh, they in the bookstore, some we want to get rid of these, some things we want to get rid of is marked down. I think, what, just $2 or whatever? Just $2, get you one, put it on your car or whatever, and it'd be a blessing to you. Anybody like this one? Yes, sir. Okay. Amen. Yes, some of y'all woke up in there. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I mean, it's ready to get in the Word this morning. Amen. Amen. Let's pray one more time. Father, we thank you once again for your love, your mercy, your grace. Oh, great grace has been on us, Father God, throughout this week and this morning. And Father, we just pray now the hearers will be open and receptive to your Word. It will go into their hearts. They will apply what they hear from your Word today, and their lives will never be the same again. So, Father God, I just ask you to speak through our vocal cord, think through our mind. It's all of you and none of us this morning. God, that you can liberate people this morning through having freedom in you, Jesus. And, Father God, we receive that this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's people say it. Amen. I do want, don't want to get into it a lot, but I do want to encourage you to continue to pray for our country and all that's going on. Uh, I uh, try to keep the politics out, but when politics get in here, that gives us the right to say things. Amen. So, uh, but be in prayer for your country. Amen. And you know the uh, the Roe versus Wade that's turned, and there's been a lot of uh, stuff now that's going on about that. But uh, all of our Supreme Court justices needs prayer and pray. Uh, but I feel like the one that is under the greatest attack right now uh, is Clarence Thomas. Uh, I don't know if you have heard any of that, but he has just been, uh, he has been, he has just been cussed at. He has been blessed out by some other governors, uh, in some of the other states that for his stand that he took, uh, on Roe versus Wade and some, and some other things. And in fact, I just want to read just a, a thing that come out just this past week, uh, that he talked about. I'm not going to read all of it, but anyhow, uh, he listed, uh, Brother Thomas listed actually three other such cases he said that we should, that should be reviewed. Uh, one of them was back in 1965, the other one was in 03, 
And uh, the second one and the third one was in 2015. The one in 2015 was uh, guaranteed the right for same-sex couples to marry. And he has really stirred up a hornet nest when he made that comment that these are some things that we need to go back and look at. And so one of the ones that actually was fighting that case and won that uh, in 2015, he rebuttaled back to Clarence and he said this. He said, Clarence Thomas is a Supreme... Now listen to what he said. Clarence Thomas is a Supreme Court justice appointed by humans. He is not the Supreme Deity. Uh, Ovalgale said, he says, the millions of loving couples, listen to this, now this is a quote, the millions of loving couples who have the right to to marriage equality to form their own families do not need Clarence Thomas imposing his individual twisted morality upon them. If you want to see an error in judgment, Clarence Thomas, look in the mirror. But notice what this guy said. This is a guy that, that married another another man. But he, notice what he said. He says that who we have the right to marriage equality to form their own families. You and I cannot form nothing that's blessed without it being off, 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 uh, performed and created by the great creator. Can you say amen? But see, this guy was saying, this guy was saying that we have the right to do marriage equality to form their own families. See, what he's saying, I've got a right to be God, that I can marry another man and we can go out and get kids. Well, if everybody does that, we're going to run out of kids. Hello? They just ain't thinking, are they? That's why we need to pray for them. Amen. We need to pray for them. But I want to encourage you this week to lift up uh, uh, Supreme Court uh, Justice Harris, uh, Thomas Clarence Thomas, that he's under a real uh, a real fight of, uh, of some, some people. And so we just need to pray. And the greatest thing you can pray is pray for your country. Amen? Pray for them. People start talking about it, say anything. You say, now nah, let's just pray. Amen? Let's just pray in Jesus' name. And thank God we are, I believe, this is the best country afloat in the, in the world, the United States of America. Amen? And you know why? One reason is, is that, and we got to get into the Word this morning, but you know one of the main reasons is that? Because this country, this country was established on the Word of God that we would have the right to serve God. Amen? And that's why this country is blessed among any other countries is simply because of that, because it was established upon God that we had our free right to worship God in spirit and in truth. And so God's blessing has been upon this country. And and it will continue to be up on this country. And I believe as Christians stand up, we will see some things turn around in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? I believe that. Amen. I believe that. Amen. And so we want to talk about freedom this morning. Go with me this morning to Luke chapter 1, verse 26, for just a moment now, as we read this. Follow with us him and in Luke one twenty six, a little bit of reading, but I want you to get I want you to get the story. I'm gonna read a little fast, but but I want you to get the story. And in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth. Now, in six more months you'll be hearing this read a lot. So I'm just getting you ready. Pre Christmas message. No, I'm just kidding, okay. But I want you to get this. We know this, but let's read it again. To a virgin spouse to a man whose name was Joseph of the house and David of the, of the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came unto her and said, 
Hell, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee, blessed thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. Well, you know, what's, it, what's, this, what's he saying to me? What's this angel saying to me? And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, thou hast found favor with God. Behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. He shall reign over the house of Jacob forever and ever, and this kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the high shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that the holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, the cousin Elizabeth, which also conceived a son in her old age, is there in the sixth month with her. And she was called barren. For with God nothing shall be what? For with God nothing shall be what? Impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaiden of the Lord, be unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. What just happened to her? She received, she received the power of God, the Spirit of God of being pregnated by the power of God and the freedom of God now was planted inside of her. I believe that. Mary's freedom was on, on the inside of her. And then we look down there in verse 45. And blessed is she that believeth, for there shall be a performance of these things which were told her from the Lord. And how many know there was a great performance? Amen. There was a great performance of Jesus being formed, uh, being formed in her womb, and then he was, he was, birth came. And how many believe and know today there's still some great performances of Jesus? Amen. And it's through you and I. Amen. Great performance of Jesus is working through us every day, through us, and then as we open up, and allow Jesus to flow through us. We not only walk in that freedom, but we can have freedom as well. And we can pass that freedom on to people as we share Jesus with other people that other lives are changed. Amen. So I want to talk to you this morning about, we see that Mary toted this freedom. She had this freedom on the inside. And I want us to realize this morning that we have the freedom. Freedom this morning comes from within. Amen. As we think about, uh, George Washington and, and the little, the, the little humorous video and all of those, those great men and Abraham Lincoln that said, hey, you know, we're going to free the slaves and, 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 uh, Paul Revere and all of those things that they was doing. You know where that, what it was? You know, all of that was freedom that, that reigned from inside. Abraham Lincoln, he, he had freedom inside and he wanted everyone to have that freedom. And I want you to get this morning, your freedom comes from inside of you. Amen. And the greatest freedom you can have is Jesus being the Lord of your life. As you allow Jesus inside, no matter what's going on around, no matter what you even dealing with this morning. Amen. You may be dealing with some financial things or, or, or health issues or what the doctor told you this week or, or you may be dealing with a, with a crazy family member. Anybody got one of them? Two, three, four, five? That's, some of you raised all fingers up. No, I'm just kidding. What, whatever it is this morning, you're dealing with or going through with, just know, if you've got Jesus on the inside, freedom comes on the inside. And nothing around you can take you down if you've got Jesus inside. 
Because freedom comes within. Amen. Freedom is within you and it comes out. It's not something you grasp out here and you take it in. Freedom's inside and it flows out of you. And we've seen that with many of our great uh, leaders in, in, of history and days gone by uh, in our history books that some of them unfortunately trying to trying to take out. But I want you to get this this morning that freedom is from within. Go with me in another Old Testament, a very familiar story in Daniel chapter 6. That we're very familiar with, Daniel chapter 6 and verse 10. It says, but when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, which was a law that, that everybody's got to worship the king. Everybody's got to worship the king. You can't be bowing to nobody else. You can't be praying to nobody else. After he realized that law was passed, in verse 10, he went on, he went on home. And knelt down as usual in his, in his upstairs room. And his windows opened toward Jerusalem. And he prayed there what? Three times a day. Just as he had always done giving thanks to his God. And then in verse 19. Very early the next morning, the king got up. And as we know here, before, let me, let me get a little bit ahead of myself. And so the law was passed, and, and then after he prayed, and they set Daniel up, and after he prayed that, they come get him, and they're going to take him to the lion's den. Why? Because there was a law passed, you could not worship and pray to nobody but the king. So they want to take Daniel out. So the king has to fulfill his, his, his vows and had his signature of his, his ring, and so the law, was, the law was there, and they couldn't do nothing about it. So they take him, they throw him in the lion's den. The king goes out the next morning. King got up and hurried out to the lion's den. Verse 20. When he got there, he called out in anguish. Daniel, servant of the living God, was your God whom you served so faithfully able to secure you from the lions? Verse 21. Daniel answered, long live the king. Y'all heard that somewhere else, ain't That's where it come from. Long live the king. My God sent his angel to shut the lion's mouth so that they would not hurt me. For I have been found innocent in his sight. I have not wronged you, your heart, nor your majesty. Verse 23. The king was overjoyed. Ordered that Daniel be lifted up from the den. Not a scratch was found on him, for he had trusted in his God. Now, how did he do that? You know how he did that? Freedom was from within. For he went to the lion's den. He had freedom that God was on his side. God was in him. God was going to get him through that. And my friend, you need that same freedom this morning. When that lion's, when, when you gotta go, when you gotta face that lion's den, something you get in the mail, phone call you get, what the doctor told you, whatever, whatever you're dealing with today, or mental things or, or whatever you just you just you just ain't happy today. You just can't find peace in your life. God's talking to you this morning. I want to tell you, you can find peace and you can find freedom this morning if you'll give it to Jesus today. But you know what? Daniel had a relationship with Jesus. After all, he prayed three times a day. You know, most people only pray when? No, I don't pray one time a day. Most people pray when they there you go, when they need God. Look at somebody and say, this is a good, look at somebody and say, look at them real, real, real strong now. Look at them and say, 
Do you pray? Just one. Do you pray? Just when you need God? Now tell them when you pray. Now tell that person when you pray. <laughs> Hallelujah. We talked about that Wednesday night. We need to walk in prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. I said that Wednesday night. You know, before you get out of that bed, you just thank God for, for the good night's rest and the good day He's going to give you. Amen. Then you get up and you start getting ready, hey man, and, and you try to sing in the shower or whatever, and you're praising God, hey man, and then you get the food ready and you bless the food again, and then you just start praying on the way to, to work or wherever you're going and just thanking Jesus that, that God is greater than whatever you're facing, hey man. Then you get, then it's lunchtime and you pray again that afternoon, you begin to pray and thank God, I thank you Lord for the day and going home this afternoon, be my family, and you get home and thank Him for the good day at work. Then you pray over your food, and then when you get ready, to go to bed, you pray again. That's how we pray. Amen? Amen. We walk in prayer. We have a frame of, of prayer. And see, when you walk in, walking around with a, with a mind frame of prayer, hallelujah, when the troubles hit, you can just cast them on Jesus. But now, if you ain't walking around with that kind of frame of mind of prayer, you're going to say, oh, Lord, what are we going to do now? But see, Daniel, Daniel didn't get there and look in the den and say, oh, God Almighty. Them some big lines, God. He didn't do that. He didn't get there and say, man, I should have not prayed. No. Because he had been praying because freedom was in him. Amen. Freedom was in him. Freedom was within him. And if we've got freedom of the Spirit of God within us, no matter what you face next week, even if the answer don't come out like you want it to come out, God will still be with us. I mean, you believe that. But you got to believe that. Amen? That's a part of the freedom comes through Jesus in you. And I said this the other, the other day. You know, and, and, and I'm, I'm concerned that this is where a lot of church people are. Look at somebody and say, he ain't talking to me, though. You know, church people, church people, it's just like a stop sign. It's just there. Does it tell you to Stop. Don't tell you to stop. It just what? Does it say stop? No, it just got the letters S T O P. You ought to get that later on. Some of you get that later on, man. <laughs> we don't need to be like a, a, a signpost out there, hey, man. But a lot, a lot of Christians, you know, they, they say, well, you know, if I, I speak and I just, I, I, I just say it and I say it and I say it, you, it's got to be more than saying it. You got to believe it, and to believe it, it's got to be in here and in here. These, these two got to connect. Hey, man, I know sometimes there's a lot up there that people ain't got, you know, but it's got to connect. That's why I tell people, you know, some people say, I just like to give them a piece of my mind. You ain't got much. Hey, but hold on to it, okay? <laughs> you know, I don't need to, if it's just, if it's in pieces, you need to hold on to it. Hey, man, you need to hold on to it. If it's in pieces, just hold on to it. But what I'm saying this morning is, is it, we gotta get it in here. We gotta, we just, you know, and, and when, see, when you start believing something, you'll respond different. Amen. When you start believing something, you will respond different. You know, when you believe somebody loves you, if you believe somebody loves you, you run out of gas, you're gonna call that person. You know, you need somebody to come pick you up or something, you're gonna call that person. See, sister Denise, if she got stranded at work, you know, she might call some of y'all and you might say, well, I'm tied up right now. I can't get there right now. 
But she knows Brother Johnny loves her. Brother Johnny's going to what? Throw down whatever he's doing right then, and he's going to go to her. Well, see, you need to have that same relationship with God. That God, whatever, God's never too busy. Say this, God's never too busy for me. But see, do you know that? Do you have that freedom in it? And see, if that ain't on God's part. That's on your part by loving Him. See, He loves you no matter what. But do you love Him enough and, and trust Him enough to know that He's going to show up in your mess and your situation? See, that's real freedom. That's the freedom that Daniel had. He had the freedom that, to see. Do you know going into the dens didn't, really didn't bother him? Because he had freedom. He had the freedom that the God he'd been praying to how many times a day? Three times a day was on his side. When he looked at the lines, they didn't, they didn't bother him. They didn't bother him. Why? Because he had freedom. When you look at something, when you hear something, does it rile your cage? You've got to realize that God is bigger than your, your, God, your source is bigger than your problem. See, we, we focus on the problem more than we do the source. Amen. We focus on the problem more than we do the source. You need to focus on the source more than you do the problem this morning. But look at that last scripture again. What was that? 23? Daniel 9, 23? Look at that. Look at that scripture. Not a scratch was found on him, for he had trusted in his God. Not a scratch. They didn't even come up there and claw him to smell of it. He had freedom. He got a good night's rest. You know, you've seen some pictures. I've seen some pictures, and you may have, and who knows the real truth, but I'll ask him when I get up there. But some pictures portray that he, they, they, became a, they became a bed for him just to lay on and lean his head on. Freedom. Freedom. Do you have that kind of freedom? See, freedom's within. So you can't wait till to get to the problem and say, Oh, Lord, look at them, them, them mighty big lines. That's a mighty big bill. Man, that, that, that's big. It don't matter how big what you're dealing with today. God is bigger than what you're dealing with today. He's bigger than what you're dealing with today. Whatever it is. If it's a physical problem. I'm going to tell you this morning. Don't give up. I don't care what the doctor tell you. What, what kind of disease the doctor told you. It's up to you if you want to live with that or not. I've got one in the house. It's up to you. It's up to you where you choose to live. Because in Psalms 103 and verse 3, my Bible tells me, if, you, if it's, it's in yours, if you didn't tear it out. In my Bible, it says it heals all diseases. So you can be disease-free today. Whatever it may be. Yes, that, 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 that kinfolk of y'all is, is not right up there. God can even heal that. Amen. He can heal that. Forget it this morning. Daniel's freedom was on the inside. Inside of him, inside the lion's den. Freedom from within. See, when circumstances and situations arises, how I many you know right then you can find really who's trusting God and who's not came Sister Patty? That's when it shows up. When the pressure's on. When the pressure's on. When the pressure's on, how many know you you take a water hose and let it lay out down it? It can't find no holes in it. Looks good. Got up they had to borrow one back there, and he got one of the wrong ones. 
And then he come back and he said, man, I can't get, I can't get no water out of these water hoses. And I said, one. He said, cause one of them got a hole in it, be bigger than my finger and all the water's going out the hole. When the pressure's on, how do we respond when the pressure's on? Do you have the freedom? Freedom of Jesus in you. The freedom of Jesus in you. Let's look at one more. Right here, right quick. Go all the way back to Genesis. We're familiar with this guy. This is a very familiar story as well. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I've created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, every creeping thing, and the fowls of the air. For it repenteth me that I made them. Verse 8. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And I want to tell you what. If you've got Jesus in here, you've got the grace of God in you today. You can walk in that grace. And whatever circumstances comes your way, you can walk in that grace. Verse 9. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect man in his generations. And Noah walked with God. Now you gotta walk, you gotta watch King James here on that word perfect. That's not perfect, perfect. What he's not, he's not saying that he was, a, he was a perfect man. But he had, he had the, he had the will and to serve God and walk in the perfect and all the generations that, that Jesus, that God, excuse me, that God had laid out. But he walked with God. He walked with God. So what happened? Noah had the freedom from within. Noah had the freedom from within. And then, then, then God told him what? Build an ark. Save the world and build an ark. Save the world and build an ark. Verse 18. He said, But with thee I will establish my covenant. And thou shalt come into the ark, thy and thy sons and thy wife and thy sons and thy wives with thee. There's a record of the ark uh, up in uh, Kentucky. If you've never been, you need to go see that. It's very educational. I know some just went last week, was up there looking at it. I've been before. It's very educational. But here's Noah. To get the story now. And we all know this story. But here's Noah. Noah had, he had walked with God, talked with God, so he had the freedom in here. He had a relationship with God. And see, God, think about this. God will never ask you to do something if he can't trust you. He had a relationship. Noah had a relationship with God, and he had freedom of God in him that he asked him to build a boat. He had the freedom. And here's Noah. These people never seen rain, right? Here's Noah building a boat, taking all kinds of criticism. But he had freedom on the inside. Whatever they said, whatever they laughed at, he could whistle and he could go on. Because he had what? Freedom from where? He had freedom from within. Let me tell you something. Some of you today, or next week, or somebody that already told you, you got Jesus in the freedom in you. Why don't you go to church all the time? Why don't you go Sunday at church? Man, you work six hours, six days a week and all these hours. Man, you just need to rest on Sunday. You don't need, need, need to go to church. 
See, they, they did it to Noah. They'll do it to you. They'll question you. Want you to question yourself. Well, what did Noah keep doing? He kept building. He kept building. He kept building. You just got to keep coming to church, getting in that Word. I'm telling you, your life will get better. How many is the testimony of that? Well, the rest of you just keep on coming. It'll work. <laughs> I'm your friend today. But listen to this. It took Noah, it took Noah 120 years for his freedom to show up. 120 years for his freedom to show up. You know when it showed up? When they all got in there and it started raining and the boat started floating. But he had the freedom within for 120 years. Every day he got up and worked on that boat. They made fun of him, talked about him and everything. And they may make fun of you and talk about you and all of that. But I want to encourage you this morning. You got freedom within. You just keep reading that Bible. You keep confessing those cards. You keep doing that daily devotion book. You keep coming to church. Get involved and grow. I'm telling you, the best days of your life is yet to come. The best days are yet to come. Why? Because you got freedom from within. Can you imagine how discouraged he, 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 he became? Can you imagine? Man, day after day, you keep, you keep building, you never see a cloud, you never see nothing, and... But was he? Because he had freedom from within. See, you need to get the simple verse. See, God told him, say, build an ark, I'm going to send the rain. So what did he focus on? Build an ark, because God's going to what? You need to focus on some scriptures just like God told him. One like, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. When you feel alone, Jesus, the word says he'll never leave me or forsake me. I'm not alone. This thing's going to be okay. You got to talk to yourself. Amen. 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 Just don't answer yourself. Amen. <laughs> you got to talk to yourself. You got to talk to yourself. But you've got to have the freedom from within first. People say, you know, you can, they can do this. How many have seen people do things and it lasts for a few days or a few weeks? I'm telling you, that's them doing it. But when you allow God to take over your life, my friend, and you have the freedom and the peace of God in your life, and how does that come? He says, by renewing your mind, by reading the Word, studying the Word, listening to CDs, listening to gospel music, praising the Lord, daily devotion, cards, and all the... When you do those things, it builds the freedom of God up in you. And nothing, my friend, coming from hell will be able to strike that out. But you got to work on that. It's a daily process. It's a daily process. The Bible talks about what we've done for today is gone. Tomorrow's a brand new day in the morning. And you got to get up and you got to push forward. And that's what Noah had to do. But see, the freedom was from within. With God, all things are possible. That's what you got to say to some things every day. You got to speak that. With God, this thing is possible. With this thing is possible. God's got a plan for your life. Look at somebody and say, God's got a plan for your life. And I know, I, and I know what it's not to do. And that is nothing. It is something. Amen. God's got something for you to do. And it's more than just pew ministry. Thank you. Amen. More than pew ministry. Let's look at one more. Let's go to the New Testament and look at one more right quick. Acts chapter 16, very familiar one. 
I'm just telling you. Freedom comes from within this morning. Mary got that freedom. Daniel, he got that freedom by praying. Noah got that freedom by talking with God and God talked back to him. Well, I've never heard God talk to me. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Well, preacher, how do you know that? Because you're here today. You're here today. Something moved on you to want to come to church today. And it wasn't what you ate last night. It wasn't what you ate this morning. But something. It was the Spirit of God. See, we so, so many times we think we're going to hear God speak. We'd have, we'd have a whole lot less population today if God spoke to people. Because most of them would die right there. As the old saying, it'd scare them to death probably. But we hear, we feel and we hear things. That's the Spirit of God in you. That's the Spirit of God in you. We, we know how to respond to the other. The lust and the enemy and the flesh of things. We know how to respond to that. Amen. Don't we? You familiar with the crispy donut talking to you? Crispy cream donut. We familiar with all those things. Well, what about the Spirit of God? Those good things are not the devil. Those good things are the Spirit of God. And we need to be open and listen to it. Look at these guys. It came to pass as we went, went to, to prayer. Certain damsel possessed with the spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. Now this lady's going on. She had power. She, had, she was like a fortune teller is what she was. She had power. She was like a fortune teller. She had power. So she's following Paul and Silas around here. She's following them around. Verse 17. The same followed Paul and us. And cried saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. See, the devil knows about you. He knew about them. He's, he's out there already know you sitting in here today. So you better use the power of Jesus that you're hearing this morning. Because he's going to work on you next week. But how many know God's greater? And you got to tell him that. you got to tell him. So they follow him around. Verse 18. And this did she many days. Many days. Now she's following them around. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit... He had enough of it. Let me say, some of you this morning, you need to realize you've had enough of it. You've had enough of somebody, the devil, hagging you and telling you you ain't going to make it and, and, and this disease is going to take you out. You're never, you're never going you're never gonna to be financially blessed. Your business is never going to be better. Your relationship's never going to be better. Your family's never going to be better. They're always going to be for nothing. You, you need to be like Paul and one day saying, let today be the day. I've had enough of this. Let the freedom of Jesus rise up in you. And he said to that spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out when? Same hour. Now, I don't know if it took him a whole hour to keep commanding, but it come out within that hour. It come out. The Spirit of God came out. And when her master saw, the, saw that the hope of their gains was gone, see? Politics right there. 
politics right there in the Bible. Politics. See, they was getting a kickback from her. Now they heard their apple carts been turned upside down. They caught Paul and Silas, threw them into the marketplace and unto the, drew them into the, to the rulers, verse 20, and brought them to the magistrates saying, these men being Jews do exceedingly trouble our city. See, some people, see, when they don't know the side of the fence, it's all, it's, it's all bad. But when you're on the right side of the fence, it's all good. But see, they're saying they're troubling our city. Verse 21. And they teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive. Of course not. Because they want to rip people off. Neither to observe being Romans. Verse 22. And the multitude rose up together against them. See, 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 all the bad got together. They rose up against them. Bad to get together. Amen. We need to get the good together like the bad gets together. That's another message there. And the magistrates rent their clothes off. Commanded to what? Beat them. They began to beat Paul and Silas. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison. Charging the jailer to keep them safely. Who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, at midnight, Paul and Silas sang and praised unto God. The prisoners heard them. Now they had just been beaten. And remember, they was doing a good thing. And they was beaten for doing a good thing. Did they get into prison and then they say, oh Lord, what did we do wrong? How did we miss it? No, the freedom in you will let you know you don't miss it. The Spirit of God, the freedom within will let you know you don't miss it. And they begin to sing praises. But you know what they tried to do? Think about it. Go back to that other verse. They beat them. You know what they was trying to beat out of them? They were trying to beat the good out of them. They were trying to beat the freedom from within out of them. They were trying to beat it out of them that they wouldn't do it again. They wouldn't take this stand again. But just as soon as they got in there and they got them all locked down and everything settled back down, they began to give God praise. But they beat them. They beat them, trying to beat the freedom out of them. See, the devil will try to pull the freedom out of it. He'll try to, he'll try to convince you that God's not going to bring you through this situation. God's not going to bring you through this situation. But Jesus, in every instance you see in the Word of God, in Jesus, every instance, He says, what? Thy faith has made thee whole. My friend, it's our faith. It's your faith. It's your faith. It's your faith this morning. I go on that. Suddenly there was a great earthquake after they began to praise the Lord. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors was open, and everyone's bands was loosed. Freedom from within. Paul and Silas had freedom from within. They couldn't beat it out of them. And when everything calmed back down, What's in them what? Had to come out. They began to give praise. See, and the Bible tells us in the last days 
there will be persecution. My friend, we need to understand what that persecution is. There may be a time today we may see in our country today that was in other that's in other countries today that you get persecuted just for coming to church. If that happens this week, will you come back next Sunday? Huh? We? I'm just asking you. Freedom, see, is from within us. But see, we can't get spiritual and say, well, you know, we got online. We'll all stay at home and just have church at home and see you. I'm just saying. See, if we're not careful, we try to compromise. Paul and Silas didn't compromise. Why? And my friend, if we've got the freedom of Jesus in us, no matter what comes your way, you won't compromise. We'll take a stand. We'll take a stand for Jesus. We'll take a stand for Jesus. But after all that beating, they praise Him for within the jail. Why? Because they couldn't beat the freedom out of them. They could not beat the freedom out of them. Why? Because freedom comes from within. So I ask you this morning. You have that freedom today. When life hits you, things get so heavy on you, can you still praise and have that freedom? You may begin to, it may be crying out to Him, and then you begin to praise, and then you, then you have a joy. See, that joy will come on up in you. That joy can come on up in you, no matter what the situation is. These guys' clothes was tore off of them, and they was beaten. But yet, they could give God praise. Will you allow the freedom to ring out in your life when things are not going your way? What will you do? I'm asking. Will you be a Daniel? Will you be a Noah? Will you be a Paul and Silas in 2022? You know, half the year is gone now officially. You got six months left. What are you going to do with the six months this year that's left? What are you going to do? Will you allow the freedom to really reign in your life? Will you allow Jesus to shine in and through you this morning? Faith comes from within you. See, it's not the job. It's not the house. It's not all the stuff that we have, that man, that we have the freedom. See, that's the blessings of the freedom of God that is in you. See, we get those things mixed up sometimes. Those things are the blessings of God because we have the freedom in us. Not that they give us freedom. Those are the blessings of the freedom of God. Have that freedom this morning. Whatever you've been struggling with, I want to invite you this morning before we move on to just come and pray. But we've got a couple of things. But before then, I just want to ask you this morning. You just watching and listening. You really have that freedom within? Do you have that freedom that you know Jesus is going to bring you through the situation you're dealing with? You know Jesus is going to help you with your family. Jesus is going to help you. Your life's going to get better. Do you know that? See, if you don't know your life's going to get better this morning, you need to come get this freedom of Jesus in you. See, all us around you, we can get around you and encourage you, but you've got to get it from within. Your life's going to get better. I don't, it don't matter how old you are. Your life can get better in Jesus. You can enjoy life. 
But now there's going to be something you've got to do. Hey, man, it ain't just going to fall in your lap. There's something you've got to do. Something you've got to do this morning. Father, right now, we just thank you for this day and your blessings. Father God, before we go in this time of communion, we want to, Father God, see if there's those this morning that maybe haven't allowed you to be the real freedom in their life. Maybe haven't allowed you to be the Lord of their life. And if you're this morning, you're simply not saved. You're not letting Jesus be the Lord of your life. I want to invite you to just simply get up and walk down here and just ask Him to be the Lord of your life. Or you may be dealing with some situations and you just want somebody to pray with you and you didn't come earlier today. We just want to pray with you and encourage you that it's going to be good. Would you like to pray before we before we move on in the service this morning? In our closing this morning. Would you like to come and pray? Would you like to come and pray? Father, we thank you today. Thank you for this time, your blessings and your grace, your people today. We give you praise and glory this morning. God knows it's watching, knows it's here. Father, I pray that there be anybody here today that they give it all to you. And they allow that freedom. They pick up some of those confession cards going out today. They go by the bookstore and get a, uh, get a, a free devotional book, Father God. They pick these things up. And they allow you, Father God, to be have total freedom. In their life. And they have freedom from within. And no matter what they face or what's going on on the outside. God, we can be like Paul and Silas. We're going to praise the Lord. Even we in chains, we're still going to praise Him. Because when we praise Him, chains break loose. As they sung this morning. God, when we praise, chains will break loose. And so, God, we just want to praise You this morning. And give You the praise this morning. Father, we thank You. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Before we go, we're going to show a video, but before we, we're going to close with the video, but before we do that, they're going to serve you, and we're just going to do communion this morning. Our coming this morning. You hear me say this a lot, that communion is like a prescription. And we all know what a prescription is, amen? We take a prescription. To get better. But how many of you know that Jesus has already paid the price for your healing and for your sins? And so this communion is like prescription. You're taking it knowing Jesus has already done it. It's a reminder. It helps us to remember the things Jesus has already done for us. So as you take this communion cup and prepare... For as they serve you, you take the bread and the juice. This is your prescription for healing, finances, decisions. You need an answer and a decision. Whatever you're dealing with today, you need an answer got a decision. You need an answer. This is a prescription. This, this will call it in. God's, God's already done it. you got to believe that. And when you're dealing with something at home, you ain't got no juice, get some water and crackers or whatever. 
You take communion over. There's some little books in the in the bookstore about communion. Helping you take communion. It'll be a blessing to you. If you'll take that communion over. But Jesus has already sealed the deal on the cross. It's been sealed up. And so you're reminding yourself and the devils, you take communion, that Jesus has this situation under control. And then you got to leave it there and walk in faith and walk in the freedom that's from within you. So, fathers, we hold this bread and this juice. We thank you this morning that you, Father God, sent your son Jesus to die on the cross. He wore the stripes for our healing. This bread represents his body that wore the stripes for our healing. That I'm whole, healed, and well, nothing missing, nothing broken. I stand on the word for that. And this cup represents the blood that Jesus shed for my sins. And I receive that in my life, that I'm saved and serving God. And Jesus, you are the Lord of my life. And God, that you're going to show me the right job. You're going to reveal to me the right partner for life, the right mate for my life. My finances. You're going to show me how to control and do my finances. As I sow the seed to you that I walk in blessings. And my marriage is better. My family's better. God, we take communion over this today because we know you made the way. And God, we, we want the wisdom to see it all and perfect it all in the blessings of you in our life. So God, you bless this today and we believe that we receive it. In the mighty name of Jesus. And you take that bread and that juice at this time. Father, we thank you. And some of you just need to lift your hands or you just need to begin to, you may not want to say it out loud, but you may want to speak. Now, God, I thank you, Lord, that my whole household saved. Lord, I thank you, my finances, you're going to show me I'm going to dig and get understanding on my finances now. God, you're going to show me the right job. Father God, I'm going to be open to you and I'm not going to go mate hunt no more. God, you're going to send the right person in my life. Father, I thank you now. I've took communion over it, and I, I'm, I'm ready to see results and to see the breakthrough. But, God, I'm trusting you, and I'm going to put my patience and time in you. And God, I'm trusting you, and I thank you for it, God, and I receive it. God, that the freedom is from within me, flows out of me. When situations come, I, I check the freedom in me. I got freedom over that because it's the blood of Jesus that's given me that freedom. Father, I thank you for it this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus. Can you say amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you this morning. Watch this last little video. I think it's a little powerful. Be a blessing to you. And uh, you go and have a great fourth. Amen. How many of you, uh, how many is going to cook out tomorrow? Anybody cooking out tomorrow? Chris, what time y'all cooking out? One? What time y'all cooking out? Twelve. Be closer. But what time you gonna cook, bro? Huh? Later on in the evening? Do yours about four, okay? I'll come by and come out. Come by and see y'all, okay? <laughs> Amen. Grandpa! Listen to this.
dress-up clothes would fit you so good. I know. I look fabulous. <sighs> yes, you do. Here, put this cape around your neck. You can be Captain America when he's too old to fight bad guys. Hmm. Go ahead, put it on. Well, sweetheart, I don't think this is something that we should um, make a cape out of. How come? It's just a flag. Just a flag. Here, let Grandpa sit down. Hallie, uh, do you know what honor means? You mean that thing that God says I gotta do to my parents? <laughs> That's the one. You see, honor is when in your heart that you decide to make something or someone very important and very special. Hmm, so I guess I honor you then. Oh, I honor you too, kiddo. <laughs> And every time that I look at this flag, I respect it. And it reminds me that I honor the country that I fought for, the country that you and I live in, and the men and women who sacrificed so much so we can live in freedom. And it also reminds me to thank God for all of it. So maybe instead of wearing the flag, we should put it way up high where everyone can see it. <laughs> That's a bingo, girl. <laughs> like on top of the house? There you go. No, the chimney. Uh, well, just get a flagpole. blessed to be free yes all right these are our announcements for this week uh, we have prayer with pastor this tuesday july 5th at 9 a.m we invite everyone that can join us for a time of prayer for our church and community the food bank um, the blue springs food bank will be this saturday july 9th at 10 a.m this will be a drive-through pickup only uh, 